Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 132 in Edmonton. It's good. The Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. The Oilers announcing today uh, surgery later this afternoon for Joe Kim Nygaard for a busted hand. Uh, concussion protocol for Chris Russell, and they're both on IR. The orders have recalled Tyler Benson and William Lagason. They will not play tonight. Uh, that is our story for Edmonton. Shoulder surgery for Vladimir Tarasenko. That's the injury report, again, for James H. Brown, injury lawyers. Sherry Basson coming up in about eight minutes' time on Oilers now. He's the former uh, general manager and owner of the Erie Otters with Connor McDavid. He is in town. You'll also hear before that gets started a quick conversation uh, from, uh, not a conversation, just a comment from Connor about the impact of Sherry Bass and, and what he's meant to his career from his days in Erie. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for the menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. All right, all right, all right. Mark Spector for the horses and horses racing alberta 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry so we got another battle of alberta tomorrow night yes spec thinks this is a trap game i don't how can it be a trap game? <laughs> i'm just kidding i know so I, I, I i'm just kidding you. uh we will not we don't think see tyler benson tonight or william Lagason. what are you hoping to see out of benson tomorrow night in calgary because it sounds like he's going to play that yeah he'll probably replace russell then and and uh dave tippett said that he'll probably follow the same route with tyler benson as he did with yamamoto when he came up which was you know yamamoto didn't just get inserted on the second line next to dry side he worked his way up worked his way up he started in the bottom six yeah Uh, he gets a little comfortable so that's what we'll see for sure with benson he's going to start in the bottom six and let's see what happens but if he can play like if he if he's not overwhelmed and he helps the team and he's a good player i think the question you the the question we should be talking about here bob is where does he end up yeah. five games from now where do you think tyler benson's playing is he playing left wing for Connor mcdavid potentially is he uh, playing left wing for dry settle and nuge is up with Connor mcdavid what about that would you? I don't know if I'd do anything with Drysdale, Nugent Hopkins, and Yamamoto right now. They're okay. playing so well that I mean that's been a game changer for the Oilers. They're yep. six two and two, uh, and then two of the losses: four three shootout loss to Calgary, four three loss well, in good. Calgary. They, the evidence played well. I'm uh, just saying. You're just saying. I'm just saying. Actually, they're six one and two over their last okay. nine. Did I send out the wrong tweet? No, that's anyway. Not, like yeah. that's to me is the interesting thing. Assuming now, I'll give Tyler Benson. He's got 115 games in the minors. I just wrote a piece. It's just up on Sportsnet.ca about how you know the orders talked a good game for a long time about properly handling prospects and letting them simmer in the minors and all of that, and they never really did it. They just talked about it. Now they're doing it. Right now, there's five or six guys down here. If you include Benson, Caleb Jones, right, uh, Bear, Lagason, um, who am I missing? Yamamoto, guys that uh, even Russell, Patrick Russell. All those guys spent two seasons. This in is the how NHL. it's supposed to work. It's supposed to work, Bob. I mean, I'm watching the St. Louis Blues tonight, and they got Jordan Cairo up. 
And he had 58 points in 63 games in the minors, and he went uh, three picks after Benson in the 2016 yeah. draft. So he's right? just coming up now. So, too. so there's there's an illustration. Like they had two half seasons with St. Louis, and they're a better team than Edmonton's been. And Benson's been down. Like Benson's production spec relative to other Oilers prospects forwards, it's not even close. He's yeah. been the best one over the last 20 years. Want to give a shout out to Jonathan Dumphy. This tweet comes in. Uh, hey Bob, breaking. Uh, Harry and Megan have reached out to the Winnipeg Jets and the Vancouver Canucks for advice on living in Canada without a title. Bob. You've never... We have a lot of Winnipeg Jets fans, not as as many Vancouver Canucks fans. That's sort of like the old joke about... And again, you know I want Calgary and Vancouver in the playoffs. There's nothing I want more than... Bob, quit setting up the tasteless flames joke and just tell it. It's not a tasteless flames joke. Just tell it. How do you spell dynasty in Calgary? Yeah, O-N-E. O-N-E. There you yeah. have it. Listen, I, I feel for the Jets fans. I had the pleasure of covering that run when they went to the Western Conference Final, lost to Vegas, and it really looked like there's something there. They built for a long time in Winnipeg, right? They and, built slowly there, and they finally had something, and they're good well, team. Well, maybe and, Buff should have let them know what his plans well, were because they would have still had Tyler. They would have they re-signed Tyler Myers. He sure. wouldn't be, you know what? How much of a difference would have that meant for the West? I mean, if For Tyler Vancouver Ma- not having him. Tyler right. Myers a good player. He's right. A real good player. So there you go. Feel for Winnipeg. They, they're now they're starting to look like a team that's that's maybe not going to be there for a while. I don't know. Let's yeah. see. Yeah, interesting stuff. All right. Uh, so we got two games. Uh, are you are you making? The, are you going down to yeah, Calgary? I'll be Calgary tomorrow for okay. sure. Can't miss that game. But you're not going on Arizona, are you? I am not going to Arizona. They've, they're taking on a little bit of water right now. I watched them play last night. What did you Taylor think? Hall was great. He was their best player by a country mile. Yeah. Um, but not enough. Like, that's another team. They're sitting on a 2-1 game. They're leading 2-1 about halfway through the game. Uh, the third goal would have buried L.A. L.A. was ripe. Yep. You know, you get up two goals on them. They're not a very good team. You're going to beat them. And for what they seem like, when I look at their roster, Bob, Arizona's roster, they got some names that should be able to score the third goal. But that is a perpetually a 2-1 hockey team. Yeah. And if they can't beat you 2-1, they lose. And... They got. They got to find goals. They need goals. They got to get goals. They don't score enough. Mark, the orders are again the points totals going into tonight's game. So Vancouver, you know, they're at 62 points. Calgary's at 60. Edmonton's at 58. Arizona's at 58. Vegas is at 57. Oh. So the Canucks have played one more game than Edmonton. Calgary's played two more games. And Arizona three. And Arizona's played three, and Vegas has played two. The Oilers have games in hand on all. They're in a good spot here. Well, they are, but one of their games in hand is probably tonight against the Stanley Cup champs, and the best team in the West. So, you know, I looked at these three points, uh, three games, Bob, Calgary, St. Louis, And said the Oilers have to get three points? Well, I said if, uh, you know, a good team tries to get four points out of this. Four points is a major victory. Three is okay. Take your three. I'm not saying. But four would be good. And right now, the Flames had the same run, Bob. They played Calgary, Ebenet twice, and St. Louis once. And out of the first two games, they got three points. So you got to keep up here, right? Yep. Four points. A good team gets four points. Let's see what happens. One final one for you here. Petrangelo and Bo Meester, both UFAs at the end of the year. Doug Armstrong signing Justin Falta. He's going to make $9 million in the next two years. He's a $7.5 million cap hit. That, that contract tells you that they're going to not have one of Petro or Bomeister. Well, back. to me, how do you not resign? I love Jay, but how do you, I mean, he's 36. How do you not resign Petrangelo? He's been the captain of your he's team. He's your best. Yeah, he's a great defenseman. There we go. Yeah. All right. Mark. Uh, uh, maybe you're saying, I can't afford him, so I'll sign both for two years and and move on with life. Maybe they can't afford Petro. Maybe Petro's going to go out in the open market and sign with a lease for like nine and a half, Bob. Maybe. You think maybe Toronto? I don't know. They're dying for some defensemen. How good would... I mean, they can't afford them, but if they could afford them, how good would Petrangelo look on that club? 
Well, oh, got, boy. They got three forwards at $11 million. Let's not forget that. I know, I know. It's a lot of juice. Tough and line. another guy at seven who, statistically speaking, has been a highly productive player this year. Mark, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll get you on the blower on Tuesday, okay, for half an hour? Uh, sounds good, buddy. So, that's Mark. Keep that headset on for a couple seconds. Again, uh... Quickly, we're going to go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Joan Oilers now on a great road trip to see the Oilers play the Hawks in Chicago. Call New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Back in 1993, Kelly Buckberger has three goals and an assist for the Oilers as they beat the Sabres in Buffalo 5-4. Ron Tugnut picked up the win and goal with 34 saves. Well, good for Bucky, who's going through some tough times in Tri-Cities. I think they've given up 35 goals over the last four games. They traded their number one goalie, Beck Warm, to Edmonton. they got a lot of young players there right now. We wish him the best of luck. Speck uh, will rejoin us on Tuesday, 140 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott's got the last 15 minutes of the show. Uh, Connor McDavid coming up talking about his uh, old uh, owner and GM, Sherry Basson, who is a uh, hockey lifer, a legend, and then a one-on-one sit-down with the aforementioned Sherry Basson. Still to come in orders now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Edmonton, Brendan Escott taking over the rest of this edition of Oilers Now. It's the Blues in town tonight, the defending Stanley Cup champions. 5.30 for your City Ford Faceoff show. 7 o'clock puck drop here on 6.30. Ched, uh, no Tyler Benson, no William Lagason in the lineup tonight. They are not getting in town quick enough to make that happen. Connor McDavid, well, he's simply a staple in the lineup on a night-to-night basis. Here he is on the man who brought him into the Canadian Hockey League. General manager of the Erie Otters at that time, McDavid talking about Sherry Basson. All right, Connor. Uh, Sherry Basson's in town. Is involved with a, it's a pretty unique thing going on. I know you're a part of it. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly and then yourself both played in Erie. Maybe just maybe just tell us about the impact that Sherry had on you and how he helped you along in your career and maybe why you got involved with this initiative. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sherry is, is someone that, that's been with me since day one. Um, you know, he was the guy that drafted me out of junior at 15 years old, so um, you know, I've known him a long time. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he's done a ton for me. I know, uh, I know Oler, I would probably say the same thing. So, um, you know, if, when the humble thing happened, both Ori and I went with Sherry to, to Saskatchewan, and Sherry's a Saskatchewan boy, so, um, you know, it, it hit pretty close to home. I mean, as it did for all of us, but for him being from Saskatchewan, when I hit really close to home, and um, you know, we went and visited Humboldt and, and saw a few of the few of the boys, uh, you know, both in the hospital and, and, and otherwise. And um, um, so yeah, to have a couple of them here tonight is uh, is pretty special. So there you go. There's sort of the setup as to who Sherry Basson is to Connor McDavid. Bob then sat down one on one with Sherry Basson. Let's get to that. Pleased to bring back to Oilers now, Sherry Basson. We had Sherry on during the days. Uh, that he was uh, owner, GM, uh, chief uh, bottle washer, and I think at one point he ran the Western or the Ontario Hockey League as well. Uh, Sherry, great to see you here in Edmonton. What are you doing in Edmonton? Maybe you can educate our listeners about uh, sort of a special thing you got going on right now. Wow! Well, uh, first of all, good to see you again. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I'm Western Canadian, so it's good to come back west. You know what I mean? That uh, people Saskatchewan, say, right? Yeah. yeah. People say 46 below is cold. It's not cold. No. It's normal. That's right. So anyway, uh, well, when the bus accident happened in, in the Humboldt crash, and 
That bus accident was about an hour and 15 minutes from my hometown in Saskatchewan. Which was what? Siemens. Okay. And uh, we, uh, so I called McDavid and O'Reilly because they both played for me, both former captains. I have a good relationship, strong relationship with them. I said, I think we should go. Tell you about those guys? He said, let's get it done, set it up. So we went out there and visited the school. A lot of the kids had a chance to play one minute of floor hockey with those guys in the high school. Visited the boarding home people were, which were devastated. Visited the different schools. Uh, went to the memorial site and then went to the hospital with every kid. And you see what happened in a yeah. nanosecond yeah. to ruin lives and kill people and people were living their dream. You know what I mean? And so... Uh, they, they were so good. Uh, we left at 6, 7 in the morning, got back at 1.30 in the morning and didn't think, you know what I mean? It was, And the people were extremely appreciative and it wasn't a big deal for us. I just thought it was the right thing to do. So, And we did that. We left them signed sticks, all of them. And there's a poem that I used, Don't Quit. And both boys signed it. As a matter of fact, this family, the Gobeil family, said it's over the son's bed. So anyway, I get a phone call from Mr. Gabriel saying, you know, Sherry, you brought O'Reilly and McDavid. What's the chances if we go to the game where St. Louis is playing Edmonton? Yeah. I said, I like your chances. So I called Mac McDavid right away. As you know, I'm pretty tight with. Right. And uh, and his dad, who were like, oh, we're like family. And bingo. Got McDavid's box for the family. Bob Nicholson got involved, really, you know, just went out of their way. Called O'Reilly, said, are you kidding? So O'Reilly's going to meet with him. Both got signed jerseys, signed sticks, and it's it's really a little thing, but uh, it means a lot to the family, and why not? You know what I mean? You and I, uh, I've had different things happen to me, but... Not something like this. It's all about perspective. Well, you know, uh, I think it speaks to, and it's funny because when Connor, when the Oilers won the lottery uh, that year, one of the things that I said to people was, you know, Connor went to Erie. Not every player has gone to Erie. Some guys have used, there's been some challenges with yeah. education between right. Canada. That's been used, some people would say, as an excuse. Which is wrong. Other, others would say it's legitimate, but you say it's wrong. But you had both Ryan O'Reilly and Connor McDavid in Erie. They both committed to play there. Connor really helped turn things around for the for, question. with the, the fortunes Without of your organization question. when you own the team. Yeah. Uh, and one team, I think, uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group, which was uh, you know under Daryl Cates and Cates Group, probably helped you out a bit with yeah. Rexall Sports as well. But can you educate our listeners, Sherry, you have history with both Ryan O'Reilly, the reigning consmite tro- uh, winner, and Connor McDavid, who's you know generally regarded the uh, the best player in the world. What can you uh, reveal to us about the character of these two guys that committed to play in your market when you had that team in Erie? Well, first of all, it's not generally accepted that McDavid is the best player in the world. He is the best player in the world. Right. It's unquestionable, and that's not to take away. And O'Reilly is a special player. But they're special people. If you want an example of two guys that love the game, if you're going to win, you better have guys that love the game. These guys love the... They're so dedicated away from the rink of how they prepare and how they work out in the summer. They're such an example to other people of the extra little things. You know, with that tragedy, with that tragedy that that, that just recently happened with Kobe Bryant about what he was about in preparation and dedication... I'm telling you, McDavid and O'Reilly, these guys are so dedicated to being as good as they can. 
and they just make everybody better around them. And they they embrace coming with no question. We don't have anybody not saying they're coming now. Right. And didn't and and you were right. People played poker with us in area. Give right. us all. Yeah, the guys would say this, but then we would just say, "I, I but a, a number of years ago, I said, I don't care what you're saying. We're taking you." Right. Because otherwise, we're second-class cousins. This would be akin in the Western League to teams maybe being in Swift Current or Prince George. Right. Like it's challenging yeah. in Erie. And now, now, and of course with the support, and then not only the notoriety, because under Knobloch, four years in a row with 50 wins. Well, he got never he, been done. He got some. Yard. He got some push. He got some push from some people that really cared about him in oh, Edmonton as well to end up there. Yeah, but and I called him. Yeah. I saw his team in the Memorial Cup. How well prepared they were. Oh, my yeah. God. And he's another special guy. But the point is, these two guys, as people, everybody knows them with their ability. I know them as people. And I'm telling you, they are special people. There's a, you know, when I sign off, I want them to know I love them. And they don't let, they, they let me know that too. And so, uh, and they came unquestionable, dedicated, and it helped turn our franchise around. It's as simple as that. Sherry Bass and joining us uh, spent uh, decades in the Ontario Hockey League. Many of you, maybe uh, first cognitive memories, we'd be remiss without discussing this with you, Sherry. You broadcast the punch-up at PS9. You used to be the yeah. color guy yeah. on the CBC broadcast of the World right. Junior Championships back in the day. Uh, it's crazy to think. Think of that incident in 1987. And think of the emphasis on skill today and how Canada has the best skilled oh, players no in the world. We used to have the toughest teams. Now we have the best teams. We have the most skilled. Without question. Listen, I'm, the sport's been very good to me. I've been lucky enough yeah. to win a couple of gold medals with Team Canada. And I've been fooling everybody since then. They think I'm smarter than I really am just because I won those gold medals. So I've been fooling them all. What years were those? Were you, were you in the 83 82 team? 82 and 85. 82 yeah. and 85. 82, 83. Yep. And anyway... Uh, and we hadn't been in the medals in 10 years. Right. And we won that. Our goal was to get a medal. We got the gold and uh, with Dave King. And then Simpson, we won the first gold medal he'd won in Europe. So I saw this program evolve from what it was and what it is today. And the game is skill. Like, you know, we're seeing five foot eight, five foot nine guys. When you started, when you started. I, I wasn't. Hey. You start. You were. You started on Confederation, didn't you? I was on Southside Athletic Club back. Confederation, Confederation Arena for the Southside Athletic Club, or Confederation in 1867. Right. I'm not that old. I mean, well, I watched Dave King coach the University of Saskatchewan, and everybody was scared to go to Prince Albert when Terry Simpson yeah. uh, had the uh, PA Raiders value. I mean, these guys are wonderful people. And great, but it's coaches. remarkable now, isn't it? But to see where it is now in the program, and and it's an example. Listen, it's the Christmas event. Yeah. Used to be great cup and stuff like that about big events in Canada. Yeah. Like people fill living rooms to watch it. And we're right there. And guess who's hosting next year? Oh, I yeah. know that. Edmonton and Red Deer. I got to get a hold of the people because I want the right kind of ticket. All right, Sherry. Hey, look, we got to let you get uh, visiting yeah. with some people. Thank you for your time. Always fun to be with you. There's an interesting voice from the past of Connor McDavid, and it's 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 cool for me to hear the, sort of the background stories of some of the mentorship that these players have received. It's obviously a long, winding journey up to the top into the NHL and that sort of thing, and and just the the different.
different ways that people are helped and in behind the scenes that we wouldn't otherwise know about. So a cool little story there. I'm glad I got this text message finally because I have an answer for you. You might not like it, but unfortunately, the podcasting issues. So the text comes in. It says, hi, Brendan. I'm a displaced Edmontonian living in Toronto. Listen religiously to the Oilers Now podcast every day. Well, I appreciate that. Why don't all the segments come through on Apple Podcasts? It's an Apple thing, and it's not just us. It's not just the Oilers Now thing. So for all the times that I've been getting flack as if I've changed something, I'm not. I swear, I, I want you to be able to hear the content we work so hard to deliver. Supposedly, if you download Spotify, which is a free app, they, you can get the, the whole segment set up there. With Apple Podcasts, they told our provider that you basically can't do anything other than refresh it and again it's not just oilers now so do not shoot the messenger please either download spotify or just try and refresh and i guess we'll let you know when apple gets that figured out but i would suggest to you right now if not spotify the other free app that you could use to download the oilers now podcast it's called the podcast app pretty easy to find and we should be on there for you as well so There you have that. It's the Oilers and Blues coming up tonight on 6.30. Chad, that's a 5.30 City Ford face-off show and a 7 o'clock puck drop against the defending Stanley Cup champions. It's the front half of a back-to-back. Don't need to remind you, the rematch between Edmonton and Calgary, yet another rematch goes down the QE2 tomorrow night. That is an 8 p.m. puck drop here on 6.30. Chad, always appreciate those who contribute on the text line. Gotta remind you too, Oilers active tonight. Calgary, Vancouver, the two teams in front of them are not. This is a good opportunity for the Orange and Blue to maybe make up a little more ground that they've lost in the last couple games or so here in that wild Pacific Division playoff race. We'll check back in on Monday. Brendan Escott saying once again, thanks for all your contributions on the text line. So long from the 630 Chet Studios. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.